The information given and the discussion had in this podcast are not meant to be a substitute for any licensed mental health, medical, educational, or legal professional. Please reach out to any licensed professional who can better assist you. Welcome to the Life After 25 podcast. It's ghetto. We ain't asked to be here. Zero out of five would not recommend. That's cool though. We got you. Life After 25 is your guide through adulthood. It is the one hood we all have to travel through. So why not do it together? H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. For shizzle my nizzle. Used to do down a VA. That shit, that's a throwback. That reminds me of like, damn, what year was that? that I'm was gonna guesstimate 2000 and what? What year? Like two, I don't want to, I don't want to discuss years because then they're gonna calculate our age. They don't need to know that. Girl, I thought it was something serious, like a traumatic event. Shut your ass up. That definitely was a traumatic event. That's from the blueprint album that came out in 2001, September 11, 2001. So it was a traumatic event. We don't need to talk about the year. It wasn't a traumatic event for everybody, but okay. What happened in 2001? Wow, you know what's crazy? Dominique they said September 11, 2001. Oh my God. Oh. Anyway, let's just act like that didn't happen. Well, we um, found out who is not a traumatic year for. <laughs> they said in a couple of days, the amount of COVID deaths are going to be, daily deaths are going to be more than the amount of people that died on September 11th. Isn't that crazy? Wow, can we not talk about COVID? Yeah, that was very, like... So tired of COVID. Yeah, oh, wow, I okay, I apologize. Uh, here, hopefully, COVID. by the time this comes out, we've got a handle on COVID. Girl, no. This, oh, wow. <laughs> this coming out in February is still going to be... Very ghetto. Mm-hmm. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzay. Fushizi Manizel, you served your roll down every day. Well, well, well. How are you ladies doing? How are you doing? You beautiful. You yo, I just wish I got the view I got because my friends are gorgeous. All right. Mm. Just over here looking like the eyes of an angel and the heart of it all. Uh, that's not what she says. In it's my head is what she says. An angel. I said the arms of an angel. I thought you said eyes. I could have probably said both. I You're a lying motherfucker. <laughs> That's the part about you. You just be lying. Lie like a real. Well, I'm not lying that my friends look gorgeous right now. I'm just over here not. admiring their beauty. So how you doing? How you doing, Dom? Well, for one, I don't look gorgeous. I look tired and irked, as usual. That's just my permanent state now. But it looks great, though. It's the lashes. It's giving me life. This is, I guess this is, I feel like how men feel. I just gave you a compliment. Take the compliment and run. Why you have to sit here and say something else? Okay, sorry. Thank you. Oh, wow, okay. How are you feeling, Lorena? Um, oh, I thought she was going to say something. Okay. Um, nigga, I'm here. The fuck? That's how I feel. I'm the fuck here. What What else? What else you got for me? I don't know what to give you. It's, it's the dead of the motherfucking winter, seasonal depression, seasonal depression kicking my ass. We ain't got no motherfucking sunset. The sunset at 2.05 in, in the p.m. Like, it shit is the fuck ghetto, and I'm tired of it. That's how I feel. God bless you. Well, 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 um, I can agree. I don't like that the sun sets so early, but not at 2.05. It actually sets at like 4.55. But anyway. It's called sarcasm. In theatrics, cricket, cricket. But I'm, um, 
you know, since no one asked me how I felt, I'm feeling great. Um, this has been a trying week and, you know, I'm shocked that I'm actually energized right now to talk to you guys today because I swore I was going to be down and out, but I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling free. I think that's how you've been feeling last week, but okay. Oh, maybe I was feeling free last week too. Oh, wow. But that's a good thing. I'm feeling free two weeks in a row. Y'all need to get like me. Um, and I don't even, and I don't, I, I don't, don't need to feel free eat. because I am free. I don't have I'm sex. Not an I don't drink person. alcohol. I'm, I'm not free. using marijuana. I'm, I'm not doing any drugs. I'm free. And y'all need to sit here and be like I need me. To go to hell. My skin glistening. Mm. My edges are growing. Wow. I'm free. I don't have to feel free. I'm not an enslaved person. I am free. I feel like that's that hateration, holleration in this dance. Oh series. my God. Listen, listen. I was looking at this tweet today where the girl was saying that the tweet was like, it's some nigga or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So his wife was in a situation, in a situation in the hospital during um, um, labor where the doctors had to ask him who you want us to give our, you know, life-saving measures to your wife or your child. And he chose the child and the wife died and the child was born. So the girl had retweeted it. It was like, she was in a similar situation when she, her mom was um, giving birth to her. The dad, her dad chose her mom, but she was like, but I, I'm still in this bitch. That, uh, she was like, something like, <laughs> uh, you see how a hater can't keep you down? I said, oh my God, her dad was the hater. He tried to keep her I down. That. I like, felt that. I felt that. Cause my dad be a hater too. So wow. I feel that. I didn't think it was going to go in this direction, but okay. I feel that. You know, that you got to check them haters. Make sure them oh, haters wow. know about themselves. Your own pappy. It, it really be your own pappy. Mm-mm-mm. Crazy, crazy. Well, I'm happy that we're all, you know, here, just making it. Sometimes that's what you need. Actually, the fact that people said they're here and they just making it during this pandemic says a lot. Says an absolute lot. So, you know, I'm happy for that. Mm-mm-mm. You're right. Whole global pandemic. I don't even know how many people have died globally at this point. People are losing their jobs, their lives, their life livelihoods, their businesses, their homes. It's, I guess you really just have to um, be grateful for what you have. It could still be ghetto, but just have a little bit of gratefulness for what you have. Being grateful is definitely um, needed, especially in this time and in, in, in this age that we're in. So... But let's go on to um, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. Let's go on to that and see what, what that's going to be. Give him a beat. Do, do. Black Girl Magic, Black Boy, Boy Joy. Mm. Black Girl Magic, hey. mm-hmm. Black Boy Joy. Woo-hoo! Black Boy Magic. Oh, wait, I fucked it up. Just kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Black Girl Magic goes to Skin by Shaquille. Um, it is a body and skin care line that is run and made by um, Brooklyn native Shaquille Hutchison. She launched the skincare line in 2020 and has been successful at it. Um, skin by Shaquille has body oils, sugar scrubs, salted body soaks, Um she she also is going to launch new products come 2021, and um, we'll definitely leave some information about her and how to get those products in the description box. Um, the product that I really want to talk about 
is this the flower box that she has. It's it's about like $50, though it's been on sale right now for about $25 around holiday season. She definitely makes it and puts it on sale. Um, And in this flower box, it comes with like sugar scrubs and body oils and bath salts and rose petals. Like it's just, it's just giving me like sensuality. Like I'm just loving it. And um, my favorite item for her so far, which I always talk to her about is like the oil. So she uses a lot of floral scents, but it's not too harsh. And it's not like too potent that you're like, oh, cause I'm not a floral person when it comes to how I like to smell. But it's just, it just, her oils just feel good. It like soaks up your skin. It makes you just feel like you a new bitch. Okay. It is an amazing, amazing thing. I also like her flowers and the bath salts that come. Cause I like to like put rose petals in my bathtub, making me feel like I'm, you know, I'm a rich bitch when I'm really like poor, but you know, I I'm enjoying all these products she has, um, her body scrub, her sugar scrubs makes your skin feel so soft and it lathers up so well in the bath. Like it just feels amazing. Like you do a really good deep cleanse with your body, wash up, wash that dirt off of you, clean your body, clean your soul. And then when you, you know, put that sugar scrub on you, it just like, it like lathers up and it makes you feel all moist. And (laughs) um, it makes you just feel like you are, you don't even really need like lotion and stuff because it, it just really rehydrated your skin. Um, her products, like I said, is just amazing. And we know that, you know, you guys are listening to this episode and it's really close to Valentine's day. So we definitely want you guys to be purchasing stuff for yourself, especially if you stay in, you know, by yourself. Cause it's okay to be by yourself on Valentine's day. That means you got to do something sensual with yourself. So run that bath water, put them rose petals in there, put the bath salt and get all nice with yourself. Um, and if you have a significant other, you know, make them buy this, you know? If they want something at the end of the night, they got to buy, you know, pay for something. So definitely look in the description box and go over to Skin by Chiquel and check them products out. I've actually been looking for a body scrub, so I'm going to have to check that out. Does she have scrubs? Um, I think that's one of the products she's about to launch in 2021. Like a full all, all over body scrub? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I need a good body scrub. I've been... um. I think I've said this a couple episodes ago, buying all these dope black women owned um, skincare, body care brands. That's my form of luxury. Like it's something about a handcrafted with love product that just gets me. That's me beautiful. Too. You know, I really want 2021 to be the year that I like really take care of my skin now that I finally am starting to get my edges back. So it was like, I got my edges are coming back. Now I want to get my skin together. I think I'm going to invest, like truly invest in something good. Yeah, you should. Like, I feel like the way the world is now and then also like us, you know, going over that threshold of 30, we want to keep our skin intact. I'm trying to look like a bad bitch all day. You sound like Quentin. Quentin's always coming at me because I'm 30. That's his favorite thing to say. Like, I remember one time he (laughs) he was like, you know, you need to take your vitamins because, you know, you're 30. <laughs> you do need to take your vitamins, though. But he had to say that. Like that. <laughs> also, my vision is starting to get blurry now that I'm 30. I gotta go to the eye doctor. When's the last time you've been to the eye doctor, baby? Uh, years. Because I have always had 2020. I've never had this problem before. You know how you maintain that? You do your yearly appointment to the eye doctor. So you probably got 2075 exactly. right now, but you ain't been knowing. It might be 75, 75. 
Go get you some glasses. Also, what's been, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You've been on a, a computer way longer than you usually are. So that plays a part in your mm. vision and how you see things. Yeah. So, so and, and plus, you know, you're 30. Go take care of yourself, baby. Go take care of yourself. You wanted to say that too so bad. Mm-mm-mm. Just saying, I, I, just go take care of yourself. That's all I ask. That's all I ask, mama. That's all I ask. All right, guys. So today's episode, we're having another men's panel. I know last week you guys heard um, from us and one of our friends, she came and joined us and we talked about how dating is dating is for black women. Um, definitely. We was only talking about our perspectives and what we dealt with. And we would love to hear what you guys are dealing with or have dealt with. So definitely slide in our DMs, voice your cares and concerns. But today's episode is how is it dating as black men? So we have a panel of about four to five people that are going to have conversations and discuss how it is dating as black men. And I find like this is going to be funny because, you know, as women, we always be like, niggas ain't shit. So I want to just hear how they they, they talk about us because I feel like they're going to be like, we ain't shit. I know. I was about to say, we might hear some future lyrics or some shit being dropped, you know, but we'll see. So we hope that y'all like this episode. Once again, if you enjoy it and you like it, feedback, 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 feedback. Oh Oh my God, Janet. Yeah, you remember. I hated that song. I hate that that song. song. All right, guys. Hey, everybody. My name is Glenn Robinson. I also go by the epitome, Mr. Big Body. I'm here with uh, Life After 25, and we are doing a men's panel on dating as a Black man. I have three other gentlemen here with me in a if you have a moment, go ahead and introduce yourself so we can talk about it. Uh, I'll go first. My name is Noah McCoy. Uh, I'm from North New Jersey. That's it. Hi, my name is uh, my name is uh, Justin Diaz. I'm from uh, Philadelphia, West Philadelphia. Really nice. Producer Quinn, as I'm commonly talked about on the show, and right. to the fabulous Dominique. You bring your instrument with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? Um, Swahim, um, from East Orange, originally from North. And um, relationship status, uh, single. White gentlemen, as you know, we are here to do a men's panel about dating as a black man. So the first question is, uh, I want to know your relationship status. I'll start off. Uh, unfortunately, I'm single. Well, you know me. I am married to one of the... Uh, Beautiful hostesses of this podcast, Ms. Dominique. I am single, but I am dating. I am uh, engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So the the first question is overall, have you had positive experiences dating as a Black man? And I mean, I want to start that one off saying, I mean, I I have all positive experiences dating as a Black man. I I don't personally uh, have any bad experiences from being a Black man dating. I have bad experiences with black women dating, but that's a different story for a different day. Ooh, that's how that was a little <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say overall in general, I um I had a pretty good, pretty good overall experience dating with black women. You know, has rough patches, but overall it was pretty good. I got my wife out of the good. Could you elaborate on the rough patches? Uh you know. The the getting finesse and uh, uh, yeah yeah your boy got your, your boy got finesse and you know the rejection part of it especially in the earlier stages you know but 
you know, overall, it hasn't been all that bad. That's just kind of part of the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, same here. I've had a positive experience overall. Of course, like you said, it's been some rough patches, but overall, I've had a positive experience being a black man dating. I see you were using these keywords, rough patches. You know, I'm going to ask you about them. You want to elaborate on these rough patches? Uh, just being black in general, black man dating. That's rough. <laughs> you know, you know, not only if you're just dating black women, but you also have other races being attracted to you and fetishizing over you. So, you know, it's rough when lust gets involved in dating. And that kind of, you know, blurs the line, certainly, with female feel, feel like experience. That's the catalyst for a lot of stuff. It starts, you know, you know, yep. they... They feel, oh. they feel for the, for the, you know. Ah. I mean, that doesn't yeah. sound like a Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That sounds like a good patch. I don't understand. This is, this is the rough patch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good. Help me out, brothers. It's good in a macro, in a micro level, but in a macro level when it's just like, <laughs> oh man, I'm kind of bored of her. I got to find oh. someone new now, you Ooh. know? Hey. So are you someone that gets like bored easily? No, I'm not someone that gets bored easily, but obviously if if it's repetitive and it's nothing new and it's something, you know, that's just the same over time, you get complacent and just get bored. You gotta find something new. You gotta even if you but when you uh, a lot of people say that about marriage. But yeah, when when you when you married or with somebody for a long period, I mean it's gonna get a little stale. You gotta, you gotta put that. But when there. you're married, you're making it. When you're married, that's a commitment. You know, if you don't have a ring on your finger, that's not a commitment. So I'm not tied down to someone because clearly, it's two single guys here, one married, one engaged. So if I'm not tied down to someone, and I feel like okay, things aren't getting any better, why do I have to stay there? Because She's going to find someone new eventually if she feels that way. So why is that more difficult for you as a black man? Because that sounds like something that I generally would deal with regardless of what race I was. I mean, I'm just curious. Well, I can only say that as a black man, because I don't know how to be any other race. (laughs) But, you know, obviously, again, as I can go off of my only, I can only speak on my experiences, obviously, all of us have different experiences. So from my experiences, you know, things have been great, you know, and then things have just trickled down, just gotten bad, worse and worse. And then eventually it's just, you know, I'm just tired of it. And for me, I like to, me personally, I like to get out of a situation beforehand. Like if I see the writing on the wall, I just get out of the situation as, you know, as nicely as possible. You don't want to be rude. You want to say, oh, man, you know, you don't want to make BS excuses because over the time as I've gotten older, I'm 29, but when I was younger, it used to be just making petty excuses to find any way to get out of, you know, a relationship or a situationship. Whereas now it's just, you just be honest, like, hey, this isn't working out. I feel it's things that we can work on. If you don't agree on these things, I feel it's best for us to, just part ways. Justin, I didn't hear much from you, my guy. You got anything to say on this one? Um, I haven't had too much 
too many bad experiences as a black man. Um, yeah, most of my experiences have been pretty good. I mean, y'all talked about a little bit dating outside the race. I, you know, the only race I've ever had problems with was uh, Caucasian women. Mm. Oh, um, really? Oh, really? Was, uh, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. Elaborate. Please. <laughs> uh, I guess you could say they don't really get the lingo. They don't get the jokes. They don't get the, the conversation sometimes. And uh, sometimes it just, it's flat, you know, it's flat. It's like talking to a, a wall and then they looking at me like I'm crazy, you know. I'll say you, say you so the, the cultural, the slight cultural differences is kind of what, what puts a strain in there. Right, mm-hmm. right. You need to find a You know, jokes, jokes you would get, anybody, you know, anybody, I'm saying, would get, they wouldn't get that. You know, they wouldn't get those same jokes. You know, they wouldn't mm-hmm. get the same conversation piece. Unless they were around <laughs> black people more consistently than they normally are. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. They like get black jokes. And like, oh, okay. And, and laugh, you know, when they, with anybody else. But, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And in my experience, those aren't the type of, you know, white girls you might want to be dealing with so <laughs> oh, does everybody on this panel have uh, I'm not saying you know overall that's your like as far as race but every, if everyone on this panel was single would everybody consider a snow bunny no nah. no no hell save that because I'm going to bring that back that's quite a, la- a later a later question we have we got some more before we get into that one all right so that's a good one though that's spicy we're gonna bring it right back <laughs> so um the, the next question is what is the most difficult part of dating uh, i'll start it's the process of it all for me it's the process it's the process of actually sitting down getting to know the person like because right. you right. know people wear masks sometimes oh, it's representative <laughs> and you know when you're dating is it, it's a matter of trying to get through all the masks because some of them might have you know multi layers of the mugs on there and you never mm-hmm. get the actual person whether it's because they got hurt or whether it's because it's their first time whatever whatever the case may have you but it's the actual process of actually getting to know each other getting to know the quirks the personalities the uh, and then coming together with that and saying, okay. You know, if you're thinking long term for marriage, I'm like, okay, I can, I, I can deal with this person for, you know, for the rest of my life, or, you know, or it's like, it's like I just can't, I just can't, you know, do that. And you don't want to force change on, any, you don't want to force change on anybody. It's just that you personally is just like, I, uh, uh, nah, 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 not quite it, nope. Yeah, so like I was saying, it's just the 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 process of it all. It's it's the actual getting to know because people don't show you off the bat who they are. Like, you know, this isn't me. You have to dig through the layers of you gotta dig through the BS to actually get to what someone look and people and some people don't have the patience for it. So um I feel like that's the hardest part. How long do you have to deal with someone before you feel like you've gotten past the representative? Um, I mean, from my experience, um, I dated Don for about a year and a half, almost two years before, you know, we jumped the broom. 
And even then, I've come to find out that I know a lot about Dom, but I don't know everything. And that's, I think, inevitably, it's a whole, it's a lifelong learning process if you're going for, you know, if you're going for marriage or whatnot, because there's still facets about your your spouse that you're like, uh, that you don't necessarily, again, you don't necessarily see through the dating process, but you, but I feel like if you're probably a year, year and a half deep, you get some idea, general idea of how this person is. Piggyback off of that. I mean, um, I never really had, um, me, myself, I, I, I enjoy dating. You know, some people find it to be like a chore. I, I enjoy getting to know people, you know, um, the dates, the, the conversations with different types of women. Um, but I will say, um, I know a lot of people that I've had conversations with and the hardest part for a lot of them was just being open, you know, just being vulnerable, you know, and what I used to have to tell a lot of my, a lot of my young boys was, you know, um, I, I only give 25%, you know, you don't give enough of yourself to the point where somebody has enough on you where they can hurt you, you know. So I, that's my rule of thumb. I only give 25% until I get to know you more. Then you get another 10. Then you get another 10. Then you get another 10. Until I get to the point where I feel as though, you know, we are on the same level. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's for me, the most difficult part is just the time, like making time for, to get to know someone new. Or if you are learning, obviously dating someone, learning more about that person, you know, because you still have that guard up of yourself. As Justin say, you don't give them all of you right away. So it's kind of like making that time and just making that acceptance of, okay, I see something in this person. Let me give them a little bit, see what, how they react to it and it's get to understand who they are, you know? Yeah, I'm just like the other person. Um, I like dating also, so it's not really uh, difficult. Um, it's really no difficult part of dating for me. Um, it's probably except for, like y'all said, um, really, really getting to, to know the person, like they, they, they real intentions. I mean, I don't know if I'm a rebound because I, I didn't had that situation before. I mean, um, so yeah, that's probably just the, yeah, that is the hardest part, just trying to figure out their true intentions. I mean, but once you get past that part, I think everything else is, it's. It's easy. I mean, it's just now it's all about trust after that. Okay. All right. And, and, and just to, you know, real quick, you know, I, I, something else I say a lot is, you know, when I first meet a woman, you know, within that first date, I know whether she's a friend, whether that's somebody I'm a, I see myself with, or that's somebody I'm just fucking. I mean, you know, well, you gotta I, know what you're getting into. Well, my question is, how do you determine that? But because for me, um, have <laughs> that to where I'm just like, uh, okay, you know, uh, that's not relationships. That that's, you know, that's a good time. That's a hangout. Okay, I can see it. That's wifey potential. So it I- could be different topics. So like, say you're just bringing up uh, children. Like, how do you feel about? having children, just a, just regular conversation, you know, right. bringing that up. And if they say something that doesn't align with what you're thinking, it's like, okay, that's I know not where to someone. Put you. 
yeah, I know where to place you uh-huh. because well, if can you, you place think, a person just based off of one question, or would you have to just go through a multitude of questions? No, it's in the flow of the conversation. Yeah, the flow yeah, of the right. conversation. It's the flow of the, the, flow of the conversation. Yeah. You only gave you the conversation. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm not talking about you specifically, but you know, it, it comes with a lot of experience in dating too. Because the more you mm-hmm. date, the quicker yeah. you'll be able to recognize that. Exactly. You can tell. You can tell a bullshitter right away. Right. Right. What if that person was giving you the same percent that you were giving them? You'll you notice know. that. You will know. You'll notice that. Game recognize game. Right. Yeah, you'll notice that right off the rip. And then if you, your first couple of conversations, you'll notice, okay, she's she's you could tell where she's holding back. Right. And she'll also notice where you're holding back. Now, and you might be able to say it, you'd be like, oh, you know, you, you can know you can tell that, but you won't say anything. But obviously, just like she is, they're going to chip away to try right. to figure out who you are and what you're about. And that's how you can determine, OK, is this someone who I can see myself maybe, you know, having a family with or, you know, being married to? Is this someone who I see as maybe a good a girlfriend, but it's probably not going to be something long time? Do I see myself maybe? You no, know this is just she's just cool. I just keep her as a friend because she might be able to get me more women, you know? Because women are the best kind oh, of wingmen, right? And and or right. or or it's or it's it might be oh no, it's just it's just a girl. I'm just you know I just want a couple times, right? Yeah, you usually can figure that out in the in the first I guess hour couple. or so. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah it it's literally if you're a good conversationalist, you right. can Get that you can get that out of a woman, right? Yeah. So. And, 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 so do you think making good conversation? But but it all it also depends on the type of women you attract, though. That's mm-hmm. true too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you're someone who you attract, you know what you it's attract. Like for, for for me, like I never like out. Unless you want to, um, unless you want, I don't know how y'all want to call it, hood rat thought whatever. I don't really, I don't really, I, I'm just yeah, saying, I don't really attract above. those type. Yeah, I don't really attract those type of women. I swear to God. I like them women, but I don't really, I don't attract those type of women. I, I attract more sophisticated, um, college educated going women. I like, without even, if I could walk, if I walk in a room full of, um, just a place, that's anybody I talk to, it'll always be that particular kind of person, college educated, all, like, like all the time. Like, I never attract like the, the, the gold digging, long hair, all that. I ain't saying, well, I ain't saying just because you got long hair, all that, you're a gold digger, but I'm just saying, like, I just never really attract that type of woman at all. Like, ever. Uh, yeah. That, that, that kind of leads me to, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, come to, we'll come back to that point because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I know, I know from the gate that if, if the person I'm talking to, like, immediately, like, if I'm interested in her or not, like, far as like it can we vibe together and all of that. Because based on your explanation, that that that's that leads me to a question that played my mind when I was when I was you know searching, you know, which was why are these quote unquote sophisticated women want these hood niggas? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Well, that's a whole other topic. We can, that's it. That's a whole other topic. Hold on. Everybody's got a type, man. That's not fair. Everybody got a type. That's a deep dive. You gotta wait for the girls to come back. You gotta ask that question for the girls to come back. All right, all right. So, 
Um, the next question is, do you feel uh, being a black man has a negative impact on your dating life? And we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but just curious um, on your insight, gentlemen. Um, I don't think it has a negative effect, per se. Um, maybe as far as uh, maybe as far as other races are concerned, maybe. I think as far as like with black women, I don't think necessarily it's a it's a bad thing. If any, if anything, it's kind of one of those things that one of those basic things that sets you like okay. This thing is black. All right. And then, you know, we move on to the the looks, the the conversation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I think it necessarily is a negative impact. Um, as far as like, and then as far as like other races, it, it just kind of depends on how that particular person, like if she's white, if she's Asian, if she's Latina, their race and how they view black people in general. If they have a good perspective on black people, you know, it sums up all the way. But if they have a kind of a skewed vision, whether they've been watching too much television or had bad experiences with black people, that vision can be a little skewed. And, you know, right? but black women could also have a skewed view of black men from their yeah. experiences, you know? So, you Definitely. you might be a good good strong smart black man black man excuse me but she's dealt with abusive you know black guys not just physical but emotional emotionally mentally you know you it could be someone who is just using her just for her body like we stated earlier you know it goes into how that man categorized her and that could traumatize her and scar her so then when she gets to you like we said in the previous question, she gives you that 25% because you got to get to understand her now. So it can be a negative effect as a black man, you know, for your dating life, even with a black woman. We all know, we already named the stereotypes that the other races have on us, but it can, yeah. in our own race, it can have a negative effect. Yeah, I, uh, I never really had that uh, personal experience. I mean, you know, I've probably dated... Uh, Puerto Rican, Colombian, uh, uh, Jamaican, Haitian. And honestly, I probably got the most of it from uh, Black American? Black American, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think it's definitely what Noah said, I think it plays a part, you know, um, depending on their past relationships and what they went through. And they'll put you in the same category until, you know, you prove them otherwise or you know <laughs> <That's a fact. laughs> so um yeah i've never really had personally yeah, i never I, had that experience yeah personally i never had that experience neither i never even like looked at it like that so no I've not at all with, uh, just some collateral damage from the past i mean individual. Or, <laughs> most definitely elaborate <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, um, she was. Uh, I guess uh, the the easiest way for me to explain it is, uh, whenever she would make a decision or something like that, he would always criticize her decision, and it caused her to question uh, the decision she was making. So there would be mm. times I was dealing with her. If I would, I'm not ever trying to tell you what to do, but I'd be like, "Oh man, maybe you should do it like this." And I'm thinking I'm being like, you know, helpful, and she's like, oh, "Cuss me out, no." 
that's not it. You're not going to tell me what to do. And I was like, oh, well, I wasn't telling you what to do. It was a recommendation. You know, but I, I can see it both ways, you know, but I've definitely dealt with the, the collateral damage from another person's, you know, experience in a relationship. So I, I could see it. So that, I mean, that kind of begs the question. If, uh, and maybe that's something for another, for another episode of this podcast or whatnot, if we go in deeper conversation, but, you know, uh, just a, do do we feel like what we've done as men um, has n- negatively impacted how our own sisters view us? That's a good question. Go ahead and roll that one out. What you what you got? Go ahead, say it, say it. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest, King. Roll it on out. That's good. You was feeling yourself right there. Yeah, because it, because it's like this. It you know. You know, our own sisters have a negative con- have ne- negative connotation because they run into uh, what they call these ain't shit dudes, right? Mm-hmm. And then when when uh, a dude in the minority who's not necessarily an ain't shit dude may have some may exhibit some of the same behaviors, but overall is a good dude, and he comes into this woman's life. And automatically, you have to break down the walls of Babylon. <laughs> oh well, I mean, we already, to be honest, we already touched on that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's if going she's back. doing all of that, get her out of here. Get her out of here. Oh, I mean, so get her out of here. Something that she's not, she's not ready for no relationship. Well, too much. I think, I think all, I think for the for the most part, the majority of women do want a relationship. I think they do. Oh, of course. Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Every, they want to get yeah, married. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They want to get married. Oh, yeah. They want to live the house of fairy tale. Fairy tale. But I think it's, 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 but because they've gone through, uh, I'll call it the bog of men. I, but they need to reset every, every, every single time they date. Like, I don't go, um, when I right. date the next woman, I don't go taking on um, my last woman mm-hmm. problems and all of that. It's the right. reset every single time. Right. That's the question. Do they know how to reset? That's the thing. Okay, so the question is do they know how to reset? Yeah. Well, you're asking the wrong panel. Well, 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 (laughs) (laughs) they don't. (laughs) You can teach them, though. You can always give them game. How are you going to give them game if you just kicked them out? You said they got to go. I didn't say that. You said, well, one of these. I didn't say that. They got to go. I didn't say that. Everything ain't for everybody. His tolerance probably low when it comes to things like that. So, like, if I no got zero tolerance too, So, yeah, that's yeah. The, it, it goes back. Yeah, if if I can, if she's clearly whatever, but that's you have to establish that you got to nip that in the bud early because yeah. she's going to show that early. Like, right. she's going to show that side of her early because that's a defense it, mechanism. And and when I so, say you get her out of here, it's not that you get her out like. Like I said, you got three three checks. Is she a friend, somebody you fucking, or is she a relationship? She's not somebody you want to be in a relationship with. And more than likely, too many guys don't got too many girlfriends. So guess what? What Noah said is true. We're going to be running game. More than likely, you're going to be trying to fuck. At that point, most guys are. Yeah. Like I said, when she puts that defense mechanism up, it's like, ah, do I really want to deal with this? And like we said earlier, if you don't want to deal with it, friend zone, or... You know, I, I don't think this is going to work out between us. 
she can only be you know, she can only respect it and say all right you know I, I might not agree with it but whatever but then again that goes into also if she doesn't want to you can get into a tricky situation where you start ghosting yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I have because, a woman that I, I automatically friends on from the from the gate. Like, if you got like two kids and stuff like that, I, I I'm sorry, I you friends on. <laughs> like, we we cool, all of that. We got sex and all that, but then it ain't gonna go. It ain't gonna go no further than that. I, I don't believe it takes a specific type of man to deal with a woman, especially a single mother with children. Yeah. It takes a very specific type of man to deal with that, particularly if she has mm-hmm. multiple children. Yeah, yeah multiple yeah, children. That's tough. Very, yeah, That's tough. Very, yeah, it's yeah, it's. But they don't. They don't look at it as tough, though. Uh, I think, and I think that's where the that's where, uh, that's where the friction <laughs> comes in because they're like, yeah. you know, step up, and you're just like, yeah, step up. It's like, not my yeah. kid. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not my child. It's not my child. It's not my child. It's not my responsibility. You said. Step up for some for some kids that aren't mine. You expect me to, you know, be your provider, be your protector, and all that good stuff. Fine. Especially, especially if it's in the early stages. There you go. Like if we've established that, you oh, know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see us as, you know what? I do want to step in. You know, be that father figure to your kids. Understandable, but. But if see, we're just in the too. early stages, yeah, if we're in the early stages <laughs> and it's like, oh, could you, could you help me, you know, help, help with my baby, help get my baby started. Excuse me? Right. Where's his father? And that's Where's the, his that's or her the, father? That's the, uh, the, another issue is the fact that, you know, they want us to be daddy. They want you to slip into that role. But then at the same time, they don't want you to treat them like, it's like they want you, they want you to be a father, but they don't want you to, uh, do things that a father does. You know, I can't yeah, discipline yeah. him. I can't. I can't talk yeah, to him. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. got to go through the mom. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand that. I understand that because I used to. I mean, I used to teach in the preschool, so I understand that. That that's that that's that trust because it's the maternal instinct. Because you don't trust your kids with just anybody. <laughs> yeah, you. Right. You don't want you your, don't you trust don't your kids with just anybody. Yeah, you don't yeah. want your kids to be attached you know to somebody. I, 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 However, I did a woman with two. I, I did a woman with two kids, and I talked to her for about like about like five to six months. I never seen her kids. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's I, I thought that was great. Yeah, I was great. Yeah, I thought that was. Oh, she was wise. I never, I, ne- I never, yeah. I never seen her kids ever. And that, no, yeah, she that was cool though. Because if she was, but, but it, it, it couldn't go no no further than that. I'm sorry, I had uh, <laughs> I had to let it go. It is my fault for leading her It's my fault for leading her on. It's my fault. Well, I don't know. I don't know if she didn't. If she introduced you to kids, you didn't lead her on that much. Yeah, yeah. she just kept. She just. She just. She just kept she, them away. Like she knew right. what she was signing up for. That's yeah, that's I her running game on you. Like, listen, you just here <laughs> for we need you to, to come through, get what I need, and sayonara, sir. Right. Like that's you don't need to do nothing else. Got you tripping in for that. That's great. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next question. Uh all right. <laughs> so uh, the next question is, what are you looking for in a long-term partner if you're looking to settle down? Obviously, not if you got two or more kids, if you're Raheem. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one. I, 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 I can do one. I can do one. What are you looking for? One. Uh, 
Well, what I was looking for when I was when when I was dating, um, of course the you know my physical what I was looking for in the physical, of course, because you know you see someone before you actually see somebody, and then yeah. and then on top of that, it was a matter of um, did she have the same values that I did? You know, was she kind? You know, can't she have fun? Was she boring? You know, I want you know I want some fun and. You know, I want someone with the same values as me, um, someone that I could build with. Um, I think that's very important. Um, if you can't build with somebody or if that or if that other person can't help push you, and elevate you to where you're uncomfortable. And I know my wife has definitely done that for me because there are some areas I'm just like, eh, I'm not, eh, I don't want, eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but she but she persists though and so it's a slow process and i know sometimes she's just like this nigga right here but she, she is pushing me to go somewhere different because me i me i don't i i don't like change that much unless it's absolutely necessary otherwise you know i have my same routines and whatnot you know i like that but, but she is she is slowly getting me to the point where uh, being in change is comfortable. For me, what I look turn, look for in a long-term partner is, like you said, obviously looks. Because, like you said, you see somebody before you see someone. Uh, but also, you know, mental stimulation. You know, can I? am I able to have just long conversations with you? We just talk about, just have conversations that just flow. Is it, are you someone who's good with money, make good decisions? Because if you're going to be a long-term partner, finances are going to come up and I don't want it to be where it's just, I'm good with money and you're not. And we, that's something that's a major thing, especially with divorces, you know, like it's either money or, you know, whatever else, but, you know, I, I just look for someone who I feel is an equal to me. If I feel you're equal mentally, emotionally, you know, spiritually to me, then I can see you as a long-term partner. But if I don't see that in you, or if she doesn't see that in me, you know, it, it's fine if we just part ways. Oh, well, for me, um, I want some. I'm looking for someone that's, you know, um, independent, but also caring at the same time. Not like challenge. Not like trying to um, challenge me and. Um, who can do better? I've been in one of those relationships also. Um, um, I, I'd say um, a, a mother-like um, relationship. I mean, I, that's, that sounds kind of crazy I said that. But um, someone that's more of a, of, of, a, of a woman's woman and not like a, a, a girly woman. Like, she know how to handle her business. She don't... She don't always need me to get things done I, I love that i love those kind of women so and, and then long term just long as long as she could um put up with my personality and we both understand especially like like he said um finances because that's a big thing for me like I'm, I'm a big saver i love saving money and she has to be on that on that same page because if I if, if I'm a big saver, but all she want to do is spend, 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 vacation, 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 then I we, we not gonna work. So we definitely gotta be on the same page. 
Yeah, I feel like all of that uh, goes back to communication, you know. Uh, yeah. If, if mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I was looking for somebody, it was always communication, you know, not just, you know, it was being able to have those long talks so we could talk in the morning, but it's also being able to admit when you're wrong. It's also being able to say, okay, you know what, babe, I was, I was tripping that day, and I'm sorry, you know. Sometimes, you know, a lot of guys, I don't think we really know it, but sometimes we need to hear sorry, too. You know, females always oh, want to hear. Yes, yes. <laughs> accountability. <laughs> no accountability. Accountability yeah. is major. Exactly. Exactly. And some there's a shortage of that sometimes. So I think, um, you know, looking at the partner I'm with now, we definitely have uh, great conversations. We have our arguments. But in those arguments, we always come back together. You know, I admit when I'm wrong, she admits when she's wrong, and we're able to move forward, you know, uh, and not get stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I think, I think everyone got to recover that pretty good. How about yourself, Glenn? Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> boy, boy tried to boy tried to sneak out of this. Yeah, he tried to move to the next one real quick. The, uh. the biggest thing for me is we need to be on the same page. Like, what are you looking for? Like from the jump, like I want to know, like what are your intentions? Like, is this like what is this? You know what I mean? I just want to know that what what uh, like I, I'm looking long term. I wanna I wanna find the person that I want to be with, and if that's not what you're looking for, we can go ahead and stop this now. Because I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to get with you at that, at that level. So, and then that touches right back to what Justin was saying about communication. The, the the key thing for me is that we are on the same page on where we're going. You know, I don't care if your current job isn't the job that you're, you know, your dream job, but the fact that you have a dream job and you're working to get to that point is what matters. It's okay if you're here and you're going to there. I need someone that's not complacent on where they are, and they're yeah. they're, they're pushing to the next part of whatever their dream job or their career, whatever it is. And then we just have to be on the same level on the, on the mentality of the type of relationship that we're looking for. Well, so Quentin, Quentin, Quentin touched on it earlier, and we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. He said, how do you feel about dating outside of your race? I, I feel like I feel like uh, you got to find you a uh-huh. hood buddy. You need a hood snow buddy, you know, that, so that you don't have no... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I dated outside my race, but I, 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 I never had a bunny. So, um, <laughs> uh, Puerto Rican, yeah. they, me dating outside of my race, Puerto Rican, uh, Cuban, um, Guyanese, uh, Jamaican, um, um, uh, dang, it's, 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 a, um, it's another one too, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said I love dating. <laughs> I, lo- I do love dating, though. Know. You know what? It's it, to me. I, it's it's that it's that first that first meet. It's something about that. It's like a it's it's dopamine. It's, it's a high. I mean, it's that that first <laughs> time you meet up. That first time getting to know them. That first time you know, um, going to the house. So they come into your house and that that whole that whole process. I, I'm addicted to that. You know what I'm saying? I might be wrong for that. No, nah. I am. I'm addicted to that. Nah, that, you good? that honeymoon nah, stage. I, hear I that. love that home. Nah, I, I hear love, you. I love the honey the, the, the honeymoon stage. I, honeymoon I stage it. works too. 
Yeah. I, I wish I wish that series lasted always, but not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, for me, for me, I always want. For me, I always want to. If I didn't get black women, the thing that I wanted to was African, actually. And then after that would have been uh, a Latina chick. So, okay. So, Snow bunnies. I, I mean, I touched on it earlier, but Snow bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't give. I can't. I can't give them not because they're not beautiful in their own way or whatnot. But it's just for me. It just no. Because I, I, I always want. It was either a black woman or an African woman, and uh, yeah. the mm-hmm. women I went for were black. One was yeah. black. One was African, and it's like okay, cool. I like I I want a sister because you know <laughs> I hate to go on this tangent, but you know they're like <laughs> they're like you know where are these where are the all our sisters like where are these black men at? I'm like I'm right here. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here. But you know that's for me. That those are my black african and and latin yeah, I, I don't think i'm really interested interested in white women though honestly like i, I would except for uh nah, i'm not interested in white women though honestly nah. i see them and i see them and i look at them but uh nah. plus i haven't been around a lot of um white women to to really like have a conversation like i mean a few at the job but yeah, I'm not really interested in a white woman. I'm, I'm black woman at heart. So, yeah, I never saw a white woman. It was like, damn, like I gotta have her. Like, I mean, outside or hmm. outside of TV. I mean, except for on TV. I mean, I can't even think of no no no, no white women on TV. For real, for real. There's a couple, couple white women on TV now. It's a, no, it's a couple. It's a couple. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't come across too many. But uh. Glenn, if you don't mind, because I think we all kind of on the same, the consensus is we're not really dating white women, but I think I hear this conversation a lot from a lot of women is uh, the celebrity aspect. The why when you get rich, you got to get a white woman. Why when you start making money, you got to get a white woman. That's the only time they're really interested. That's the only time they're really interested. You know in what? Us. Because they they feel like that's a prize uh, a prize to them. Yeah, for some reason. That that's that. They feel like that's uh, some type that's of that old. That's that like, old mentality, though. Yeah, like yeah. normally, like when black people like us, like we we finally get some money, the first thing um we do is probably like, all right, I'm gonna go get me a Mercedes now. So when they get they money, oh, I'm gonna go get me a white chick. I don't know. It's some type of. I guess they feel it's some type of. No, nah, it's 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 just because when you start making more money, you're in different rooms, and a lot of those rooms they're not a lot of us in there. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of us in there. So obviously, once you you see what is around you, if it's majority white, you start you oh, attracted to you it. start yeah. getting eventually attracted to them. Yeah, you know, but. But that's really a myth because I believe like a lot of the yeah I don't think that's always the case though no it's not is majority of times mm. a rich uh, a you know wealthy or you know an affluent black male he has a affluent black woman because you want I say yeah for, mo- for the most part but to piggyback on the earlier comment 
Yeah, I think because we're so low represented in those circles, mm-hmm. it's kind of easy, you know, because you see all these ball players, you know, you see all these, you see even some of these prominent celebrities. That people, they're, they're they're transitioning to like the 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 Latino women now, though. Oh boy, oh, they're, that's that. That's what they're they've gone from white to the you know the Latino women or you know like the Kim Kardashian type, the Albanians, even though they're white. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's the same but thing. I, I don't mind them dating them women. I just don't like when they say, oh, um, and they, when they talk, oh, I don't, I don't really like dating black women. Like, I, I really don't, I don't like, I, yeah, I don't I, like celebrities I, when they start talking I, like that. But, but I understand, the, I understand the, the perspective of it. I understand their perspective of it, why they say they don't, because I mean it's a bad it's a bad stereotype, but there's yeah. behind it. It's not like it is, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's some truth behind it. It's not like it's it's not like everything is completely true, but there's some truth behind it. And so like when people say, oh, I don't really want to date black women because whether they're angry or this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some truth to it. Yeah. There's some untruth to it. You know, there are some angry black women out there for good reason. Yeah, but I'd rather do the angry black women. Some great, there are also some great black women out there. And I think those are the ones that get overlooked. Mm-hmm. The minority that's angry. What? what that's why I don't feel um, no pity for them when, when the lawsuits come up, the uh, rape allegations, all of that. I don't, I don't feel no pity for you, because it always happens. Cuban Gooding Jr., all of them, they date <laughs> exclusively white women. And I got that, a problem with that. That's that's part of the reason I, I stay away from them I stay away from them when I was single, because it was just like, uh, I don't... I can't trust them. No, can't trust You don't know if they dating you because they rebelling from their father or family. You just don't know. Right. And I don't want to find out because I'm good yeah. on her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm not dating white women over here. Okay. Any of my white women listening, my bad. I didn't mean for to go down like that. They'll be fine. <laughs> no, we, we, yeah. So be fine. The, uh, the next question is, are there certain things you feel you need to accomplish before settling down? Yes. Come I on, feel man. like I need to be established in my career first. Mm-hmm. You know, make a little bit more money and just you? where I'm at, where I'm comfortable. You know, that's that's more of a focus before. Because for me, I know for me, when I'm in a relationship, I give my all into that relationship. So I know I'm trying to, you know, establish myself financially right now. I feel like it'll be a disservice for her if I give a half-ass relationship, you know? So that's just me personally. I, I just feel like I need to get my money up, you know, get myself established, my career established, settle down, you know, where I want to stay, you know, live at whatever. And then it's okay. Now let's go find wifey. What if she was shooting with you from the gym? No. What if she was shooting with you from the gym? And then that's, hey, that's fine. Even, hey, that's, that's even, even better. better. Yeah, that's even better. I'm not, it, I'm not just going to, because I finally make it to where, uh, you know, 
a financial status where I am. And I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, you was here, but I'm on this now. and You can't come with me so I'm saying because she's because she's most likely was trying to help me and guiding me and giving me help and pushing me to get to that place where I needed to be. So that kind of ties into the, you make it to a certain level of money. Then they say, you know, they start looking at the white people, at the white women, you know? And for me personally, that's just not what I would do, Mm -hmm. you know, but if you, like I said, if you're there from when I'm shooting from, when you was in there when you're shooting from the gym, like, you know, shooting in the gym, it's just, you're there with me and I'm going to bring you with me because you're going to be along on that journey. I'm obviously going to give you the details and tell you everything that's going along and you're going to be there. And obviously when it's like, Hey, let's take it there. Cause then it's however many years or however much time you've been together, you can make that union and go from there. Thank you for listening to life after 25. Make sure you follow our Instagram and join our Facebook group for more content throughout the week. Set those alerts so you know when our next episode drops and look below in the description box. Don't let anyone steal your joy and have a blessed day, honey.